Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live from Las Vegas, and this may be the most exciting show of the football season. 200 Fox Sports Radio stations, coast to coast, six Eastern, three here in Vegas. What do we got? Best bets from Fez, me, and Brad. We have a 13-0 trend that I'm betting the other way. Fading perfection. I'll tell you why. Also, bottom of the hour, Colin Cowherd's pick number six, exclusively first here in studio. The pros who know, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you cannot have pros without Joe's. He's Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, we start on a football Friday in the NFL, but we go to the beginning of week 15, which was Thursday night football, and it was all Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Baltimore, a 42-21 win over the Jets last night. True enough. Covered bad day for the bookies, which I like. 
I like when they feel pain. And it was an easy one. This baby opened up, what, 14? 14 and a half. And up to 17? Yep. Also first half one, first quarter one. I don't know if Jonas wants to mention another winner here for, <laughs> for the hundreds of thousands across the country. But we won't make a big deal about that. That's that's what we're supposed to do. But but not this much. Let's be candid. It's been a great season. Lamar Jackson, five touchdowns. It's got the conversation started. MVP. Now, before the season, it was like, MVP? What are you talking about? That's crazy. Before the season, odds on Lamar Jackson MVP? 100 to 1. 100 to 1. So if I would have bet a dollar, I could have won a hundred. Yep. A hundred dollars, ten thousand. Yep. That's interesting. A hundred would have won you ten thousand. What are the current odds, Lamar Jackson, to win the the not the Heisman? He done that. The MVP minus twenty five hundred. Holy cow! So that means twenty five dollars wins you a dollar. Yep. So guys, think about this. I love these. If you had bet 100 bucks as we said before the season, it would have won you 10,000. If you bet $100 today, it'd win you $4. Can't even afford a $5 foot long. $4. Unbelievable. So you could either won 10,000 <laughs> or $4. It's all about timing, baby. That's what they say about life. <laughs> now, let's talk about the Ravens. How good are they? So Steve Fezzik, you do the power ratings. Best numbers in Vegas, in my opinion. Right now, where are the Ravens? They are number one in the NFL. Two points better in my power ratings than any other NFL team. Two points better. Now, you have done your power ratings for about a decade where you've made them public. How's the Ravens number? Let's say we were doing some time shifting. How would they have done against Team XYZ from the past? How's their number relative to, let's say, typical number one team's Late in the season. Two points better than my typical best team in the NFL. Wow. But it's not like the best team of the decade. No, but I got to go back. They are approaching it, RJ. I've got my power rings. I went back the last five years, and Baltimore is as high this late in the year as any team I've had the past five years. That's impressive and, and kind of surprising to me because what was it? Three weeks ago is when they finally took over first? Yes. So. They went from not the best team this year, a couple of weeks later, one of the best teams of the decade. Yeah, and let's face it, this past five to six week run where they have just been on an incredible roll, winning, covering all but one game. Back on November 20th, I only had the Ravens six and a half points better than the average team. I've upgraded them three points since. And I think it's justified. And I also think that, even if you would have adjusted the Ravens earlier, I would have thought you were wrong. And I would still look back in hindsight and say you were wrong, even though it ended up being right. And here's what I mean. The only reason to really be super confident about the Ravens beyond what we were three or four weeks ago, it wasn't the continuation of the offense being good, though to some degree it reinforces it. But I think most people accepted the Ravens' offense was mighty good. Yep. The defense was the issue. This was a team that had a clearly the Ravens below average defense, below average. And now, and it wasn't just, oh, arbitrarily one day they started playing well. 
traded for Peters from the Rams, and also their cornerback Smith, healthy after being out, extended period. So you took from no really good corners to two, and it seemed to make all the difference. Yeah, they're giving up over six yards per play, and now Baltimore is giving up less than five and a half, so less than the league average despite starting. Less, less than five, huh? Less than 5.6 yards per play, uh-huh. the league average. So even with a horrible start to the year, that defense is now significantly better than the average team. That's Steve Fezzik. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. Where would you rank their defense 1-32, to 32, the Ravens? I think I'd put it right around ninth. And the offense? Second. All right, so 1-9. and nine. Seems like a team that's one of the better teams of the decade – are better than one and nine or or let's say two and nine. It feels like maybe that offense could be, I get, uh, what are you thinking? Mahomes in Kansas City? Yes, exactly. And remember, Mahomes in Kansas City last year, they were number one on offense, number 26 in defense, and they were still a top you know, three team. The offense is so much more important in today's NFL than the defense. No, that, I agree with that. A football Outsiders does a 4-3 split, four units to three. Maybe it should be more these days. The Patriots, who were number one, they have a really good defense and a very questionable offense. So just off the cuff, number one defense for the Pats? Yes. And offense? Below average. 18. Let's call them 18? Yes. All right. So if we just did the simple 18 and one, you get 19. And that would be like, you know, the weight, you know, lower number is better for the Pats. And if we did the Ravens, we're saying one and nine. So, we're, you know, it's making sense. They're clearly better. And do you, you don't have the Pats number two, though, right? Who do you got? I do not. Number two is Kansas City in my power ratings, San Francisco number three. And then Pats four. Yes. Okay. So, Brad, if we looked at the Super Bowl odds, it would make sense if the Ravens were favored. They are certainly the favorite. Right now, the Baltimore Ravens plus 225. 100 bucks wins you 225 right now on the Ravens. Wow. So that's about a low of a favor or a big as a favor as you'll see this time of year, right? Correct. I mean, even the Pats, when they've had some really good years, it was in that two to one range. Wow. So think about that, Joan. This is literally a month ago. The Ravens weren't the best team in the eyes of Vegas. And obviously that win against the Pats was kind of the, the, the opening salvo of we are the best team. And now we're talking about Super Bowl odds for the Ravens that are so good that they're you know borderline historic. We're talking power ratings, borderline historic. From the fans' perspective, is it an overreaction? Were we too slow? What do you think? Uh, I think I get why the odds are going the way that they're going based on the fact that Baltimore is the only team in the NFL that's continuously gotten better each week, it seems, to where every team sort of has these dips or these, and, and Baltimore's lost a couple of games this year, but they've seemed like they've gotten better, especially after about the first month and a half of the season. Every single week, they look even more dominant. I agree, and I also would make the following case. If you think about a bad game, what's the anatomy of a bad game for a good NFL team? Usually interceptions. Yeah. Right? You're usually the good teams. What's the last really good team that wasn't 
throw first? I'm not even sure. I mean, you usually have like the third or fourth best team will be that defensive mm-hmm. team, like the Bears last year. They just don't ever seem to get to be the best team. Yeah. We've got this year, Ravens are not, you know, run first. We have a lot of questions about can Lamar stay healthy the next three years, five years, 10 years, but how do they lose a game? And I'm not saying it's impossible for them to lose, but I can see how the Patriots lose even throughout the last 10 years. Brady, you know, they're getting pressure on them. Brady makes a couple of bad throws. Doesn't happen often, but I can see it happening. Or their defense is just slow against the Eagles, and it's just a shootout, and they lose the shootout. If the Ravens' D is what it seems to be, that that kind of D is usually not going to give up 35 or 40. How don't the Ravens score 30-plus in a game they're really focused on? Man, I mean, I guess there could be a bunch of fumbles, but fumbles are so much less common than interceptions. It just feels like in a weird way they have a high-powered offense, the Ravens, but they also have a low-variance offense, an offense where the lows – the really bad games are going to happen less often. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I agree with that. I think the only way that the Ravens get in trouble is if Lamar Jackson is not 100% if he gets compromised, and he is not compromised. Yeah, but there's no team in football that can lose their quarterback and that not be the problem. Yeah, f- fair enough, and I'm not seeing him being banged up at all. He looks as fast as he did week one, and I have to tell you, RJ, his field vision is incredible. How do you stop this guy? He rushes to the line of scrimmage. You know he's about to run for 20 yards, and he can stop on a dime. He's still looking downfield and make the throws. Wow, is that difficult to stop. Oh, that's what we're seeing for sure, the difficulty of that. And another time, a less busy day, we can talk about how he – got drafted with the 32nd pick. Because obviously if there were a redraft, there'd be a new number one pick (laughs) out there. You think? No doubt about (laughs) it. Okay, guys, for the rest of the show, it's Pick Palooza. And first, coming up next, Steve Fezzik, just like at the Oscars. We give you one early at the Oscars. You're getting his best bet first and next. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money-making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we've got an early best bet, your chance to make a little bit of coin here on a Friday. Yes, what a day. So many picks. And just in a minute or two, we're going to be literally going over every NFL game and giving you something Vegas thinks is important on that game. You're listening to the fastest-growing show on Fox Sports Radio, up 150% this year alone. You can listen to 200 FSR stations nationwide. Also, foxsportsradio.com and the iHeartRadio app and SiriusXM and podcast. Just search RJ Bell. Right now, here in Vegas on the Strip, 59 degrees. The neon is pumping. All right, RJ, it is a Friday tradition, an early best bet from Steve Fezzik. All right, Stevie, go. Yeah, I like Atlanta plus 10.5. I bet Atlanta, and this is all about a it being a huge flat spot for the 49ers. The 49ers just played one of the toughest three-game stretches a team will ever see. Green Bay at Baltimore at New Orleans. 
Now they get Atlanta, and after Atlanta, they have showdowns with the Rams and at Seattle. I can easily see San Fran looking right past Atlanta in the sandwich game. And the 49ers have key injuries. Their center is out. Their cornerback, Richard Sherman, is out. And San Fran has cluster injuries on the D-line. You add it all up. I like Atlanta plus the 10.5. Cluster injuries on the D-line. So when did all these injuries happen? Last game. Just just in the right in the middle of last game. Yeah. Boom, they're going down like soldiers. Doom, doom, doom. D Ford is out. Jones and Taylor no, no, I, are I, don't, I don't need you to read the, the injuries. I'm asking when the injuries happen. Yeah, that was a war against New Orleans. It's all about the New Orleans game. Yeah. And if you've ever heard the phrase sandwich spot, uh, it's a good one, right? It was on one side you got a really tough game. On the other side, you got a really tough game. And then we're all humans. I'm a little skeptical because I think the 49ers are on their first run as a really good team. And I think in general, the ebbs and flows of a young team that's excited are less. There's less ups or there's certainly less downs. I think there might be as many, if not more ups. There's less downs. You generally agree with that. I do. I do agree with you. This is an extreme spot. And usually with flat spots, it's when you have a really big favorite. Because they figure, hey, we cannot quite go 100%. And during the game, they go 100. It's the prep. They can go a little less and still win. That's what's dangerous. But we're getting 10 and a half. Best bet, Steve Fezzik, Atlanta plus 10 and a half. All right, we will go around every, sing in the, every game in the NFL coming up in just one moment. Want to let you know we are brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,600 AutoZone locations. Get in the zone. AutoZone, it is Palooza time here on Straight Out of Vegas, and we start in Detroit where the Buccaneers are a four-point favorite at the Lions. Yeah, Steve, you really uncovered something because if you look at Blau and his stats over two games, your response would be, huh, okay, not great, decent, but no. Yeah, so David Blau looked great against the Bears in the first quarter, put up 14 points. Since then, the next seven quarters, only 13 points for Blau and the Lions. So one quarter, first quarter, he had never played an NFL regular season game. Boom, boom, 14 and then seven quarters, almost two games later, 13 points. You got to give him credit for those 14, but man, oh man, now that you got seven with him getting shut down, Blau's stats are deceivingly good. To the NFC East we go, where the Eagles are a five and a half point favorite at the Redskins. I only allow Fez one injury team a week because, you know, reading the injury report just is not fascinating. <laughs> but this one. This team, the Eagles, ooh-ah. Yeah, Eagles very likely to be down their top three wide receivers once again. Of course, Action Jackson is out. Jeffrey is out. Aguilar unlikely to play. And the Eagles without their left tackle, Lane Johnson. He's their best lineman. And cluster injuries. Explain that concept. Yeah, so the idea is that any one of these wide receivers, not all that important, but the selective value of all three being out is huge. Now we've got practice squad guys out there that um, Wentz has to throw to. And I think that's the key point is if Jonas is gone, yeah, we're missing his, uh, is it dulcet tones? How do they say that? Well, past couple of days, no. (laughs) But but normally, yes. Yeah, but we could get by. Not quite as good, but if Jonas and RJ was gone, mm. 
Oh, we'd be. I don't want to listen to that show. We'd, we'd be, be off the air. We'd be at Waikiki, <laughs> the rest of the island. There'd be all kind of questions like that. So it's the same thing in football. You have one guy out; it might be the best guy, but the second guy isn't all that bad. But when you're signing guys off the street. That's where the trouble starts, and I think that's where the Eagles are. The Packers are four-point favorites hosting the Bears. We had a new segment that really got a ton of positive feedback yesterday, which was the Vegas truth, us saying this team, Vegas is telling you, is bad. This team is good, even though it's not obvious that Vegas feels that way. Man, here's some truth here. The Packers are overrated. On the season, Green Bay, what's the record, Fez? 10 and 3. 10 and 3 has been outgained on the season. And you can say, well, you know, there was these comeback yards in this one game and Dallas had some yards against them. Nah, over the season, a good team should outgain their opposition. Green Bay hasn't. Green Bay is not a good team. Patriots at the Bengals, New England, 10 point favorites. Bill Belichick is a pretty good coach. All right, that's it. No. <laughs> but, but how do you tell a good coach? Oftentimes, there's certain spots where good coaches shine. One of them is off a loss. Belichick is outstanding in his career, just or with the Patriots specifically, off a loss, oh, over 60%. Actually, since the Super Bowl, first Super Bowl they won, 66% off a loss. Wow. But off of two losses, how do they do, Brad? Really well, RJ. In fact, off two straight losses, the Patriots, 10-0 and straight up. They win those games by 20 points per game. For our purposes, against the spread, Pats 8-2, and and they're covering, covering by 15 points per game. So 10-0, and even with good margins, or 8-2 and against the spread, I'm not going to go overboard with. But when you have it backed up by 15 years of winning two of three against the spread when you lose even one game. Yep. I'm not saying bet the Pats blind, but I certainly wouldn't bet against them. It's a battle for the AFC South where the Titans are three-point favorites hosting the Texans. You know, on our podcast, and you can just search R.J. Bell for that one, it's called the Dream Preview, and you can also subscribe right here to Straight Out of Vegas. Two for one. Fez was really taken to the woodshed on his Tennessee because last week he was telling us how Tennessee was overrated. It was deceiving. This week he was saying, man, Tennessee's good. <laughs> and I was skeptical. But I listened, and he made a point, and I want to make it for him. Tennessee 6-1, and one, last seven. You could say the following, though. In fact, Steve did. But three of those wins was by four points or less. So the Titans could reasonably be three and four their last seven. That is true. If they had lost those games, they literally, instead of winning close ones, it's a coin flip. But here's something else you could say, and I think this is more close to the truth, closer to the truth, some would say. They've won four in a row by an average margin of over two touchdowns per game. So if you blend this streak Fez's take last week is correct. If you look at the trend line, it was from losing to winning games close to now dominating games. To me, that's different. Seahawks at the Panthers. Seattle, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Most of the time when a coach is fired, there's a perking up of the team. There's a sense of, uh-oh, 
substitute teacher's gone. This guy might actually be the permanent teacher next year. I better get my spitballs and set them in my pocket. But with Carolina, the market, Vegas said, nah, we're fading this change. I thought it made sense. Fez, after watching the game, man, I think we understand why. Yeah, Atlanta puts up 40 points on Carolina, and by all reports, all the players really liked Ron Rivera. I'm not going to say it was a complete revolt, but the effort was not there last week, and the money poured in against Atlanta before the game, and the money was right. Wow, I disagree with you. I thought you were going to say something different. Boy, you're just missing this one left and right. It's not about a love for Rivera. These, this is this is business. You think there's oh we won't get to go fishing with them anymore. It's the fact that the owner, in my opinion, is cleaning house. He's making it clear. And I thought it was like okay, well the assistant coaches know they're going to be gone. Okay, then I thought, and I was listening to FS1, and it was like they made a really good point. They said it was a former player said every coach has about eight or ten guys. It's his guys. And in those marginal spots on the roster where no one's all that much better than anyone else, they have their guys. So Riverboat Ron had his guys. They're not going to be the next coach's guys. So now you've got eight or ten players, maybe more, thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I might not have a spot on this roster. And then, in this I just heard today, they're making statements, the brass for Carolina, that this is going to be a long rebuilding period. What does that mean? That means some of the stars might get traded. So there's as much tumult with the Panthers, and a piece of it maybe is nostalgia for Ron, but I think it's more they're worried about their money, and I think their money is probably as uncertain and disrupted as any NFL team I've seen in a while. I mean, if you think of the changes that's going to happen with the Panthers in the next six months, it's probably as many changes, at least we expect, as any team in the last five years. That has the team, you know, quite frankly, distracted. I think you cannot play Carolina. The Chiefs are 10-point favorites hosting the Broncos. This lock was one of the – I thought it was a lock. Lock wouldn't be very good, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, man, I thought we were so right. First game had a pretty decent – First half. Yeah, so Locke throws for 123 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. Thumbs up. But then in the second half, catastrophe. Yeah, Locke only throws for 11 yards and an interception. (laughs) 11 (laughs) yards. Not one completion. That's the whole half. 11 yards. And my thought was they actually figured him out at halftime because usually it takes these rookies, (laughs) the coaches, a couple games. But then... The shocker, a shocker last week. Yeah, so if you look at Drew Locke's QBR, 98.6, unadjusted, it would rank only Lamar Jackson has had a higher QBR of any quarterback in any game this year. Drew Locke put up a top four performance. Yeah, with the raw QBR, top four performance from a, a second start. Is no guarantee he's going to be a starter or anything, but, man, it far exceeded expectations And if you're the Broncos wondering about motivation, well, potentially having your future quarterback is going to excite everybody. Dolphins at the Giants, New York, a three-point favorite. I like the Dolphins here. I bet the Dolphins, but I did it. In fact, the whole crew here, the Wise Guy Roundtable, did it in a unique way. We believe Eli is going to energize the home Giants crowd for a while. Let's call it the first quarter. 
But then I liked the Dolphins in the second, third, and fourth. So you know what we did? We bet them in the second quarter, in the third quarter, and in the fourth quarter for about a third of a unit on each game or each quarter. So once again, if you identify where you have an edge and where you don't, with the modern batting, you can find different ways to get at it. We did second, third, and fourth quarter on the Dolphins. It's the Bills at the Steelers on Sunday night football. Pittsburgh, a one-point favorite on pregame.com. Pittsburgh's winning. Give them credit. I'm a fan. No doubt about it. But, man, oh, man, they cannot throw the ball. They cannot throw the ball. And, literally, it's been four straight games that Pittsburgh has not thrown for 200 yards. Wow. Four straight games, only 16 attempts from the Duck last game. So expect running. Oh, by the way, Buffalo, good defense, not that good of a rush defense. In their last home game in Oakland, the Raiders are six-and-a-half-point favorites hosting the Jaguars. Oh, it's historic. (laughs) The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song, he sweeps along. Swaggering boisterously. I tell you, being in Vegas, the excitement for the Raiders fans, the Raiders team, we're hearing from the beat writers and stuff, is strong. I believe this is the least discussed big factor of the week. I know people are talking about it, but I think it's gigantic. And I also think I'll give you another bet. I like the Raiders in the first half. Usually when home field when there's such excitement like this it, it it's it's at the front of the game we see it in the nba teams down 0-2 that third game mm-hmm. the crowd's going crazy but you know what can happen if football you can get fatigued emotionally drained for that second half we've already bet the raiders laying three i think it's more towards three and a half now in the first half i like both of them though and finally the vikings are at the chargers minnesota is a one and a half point favorite you know, Fez, I don't even want to talk the Chargers. I'm, I mean, you, I, if, you know what would be great? It would cost too much. I bet if we took every clip of you in the last four years talking about the Chargers and just would then deadpan have Jonas go, and then on September 27th, 2016, Fezzik said this. And then it would be like the same freaking thing for four years. So one more, please. Reprise. So the Chargers are a statistical darling. I know they're five and eight, RJ, but if you look at their underlying stats, they're a team that really should be eight and five with any kind of reasonable luck. And the Chargers have gotten healthier on offense and defense. They are injured most of the year, and they've gotten most of those guys back. Yep. I, you know what would be funny? If he actually went back to like 2016, 17, 18 and, and, and did a presentation verbatim, <laughs> it, 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 I think you might have right there. Here's the question. If the same freaking team with the same key players and mostly the same coach is are unlucky for four or five straight years, I don't think it's luck. Mm. In just one minute, we're going to have Colin Cowherd's pick number six. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have two more best bets. Your chance to make a little bit of coin on a Friday into the weekend. First one to let you know we are brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,600 AutoZone locations. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. You know, Jonas, did we... 
ever get footage on the mysterious Daniel Jones injury? Still have nothing. None. Yeah, none. nothing. You know, I keep wishing the NFL had enough cameras at these games. I know. You know we <laughs> we could have caught this. No one seems to be able to find the footage. We just can't get enough access at these games anymore. <laughs> What's not a mystery is Colin Cowherd knows how to pick NFL games. I mean, that's just the reality. You go back and look at his record, it's shockingly good. He gives us exclusively every Friday, bottom of the hour, pick number six, Let's listen. Let's go. No. No. Hey, that's great football now. It's Collins. Bonus pick only for RJ Bell. Pick number six. My bonus pick, taking the Browns against Arizona, because I don't like Freddie Kitchens in matchups when I think he's over his head as a coach against the opposing coach. I think with Cliff Kingsbury, it's a draw. So I like Cleveland's personnel substantially. I would have taken the Browns minus three. I talked myself out of it because they've had some classic dysfunction this week where there's just so many media stories on OBJ but I'd take Cleveland what would the wise guys say slight agreement here uh Brad Powers who's on straight out of Vegas with us he really came up with an idea here that I hadn't heard many places think about this now Kingsbury was the head coach at Texas Tech after Mayfield was there did really well but didn't offer him a scholarship remember big 12 right. freshman of the year Mayfield's the type, as you know, that holds a vendetta, that has a grudge, and he's motivated by these type of things. And there's another one. Steve Wilkes was fired by the Cardinals. is now the D.C. So I think Cleveland is – they got a millennial motivation here, especially with Mayfield. And I think something's wrong with Arizona. If you look at their first six games, they averaged 377 yards, all right? In their last seven games – 279 so almost 100 yards less i think the league might have figured out what they're doing and the only concern well a couple concerns but the one big one for the browns they were outgained by the Bengals by 118 yards last week that was the best result yardage wise for cincinnati in a dozen games wow that said though i think mayfield's motivation pushes them over the top agreement Cleveland. Wow, five and two agreement. RJ Bell, pregame.com. Good talking to you. You know, by the way, this is doing very well. I had a podcast guy call me this week and say, that Saturday RJ thing gets massive, massive downloads. And and I said, well, of course it does. I'm on it. Wait, that is outrageous. No, tip of the cap to you. You know what we should do is we should try something one week where you're not on and see how the ratings do. Tank. That's what I'm thinking, too. (laughs) Thank you. All right, buddy. All right, Colin Cowher, thank you again. Brad Power's making an appearance. Thank you, RJ. Wow, hey, you provide the content, baby. We'll provide the vertical, as they say in the business world. (laughs) When we come back, maybe the most exciting segment of the year, and I'm not joking. We have my best bet, Brad's best bet, a bonus best bet for me in which I fade a 13-0 trend, and we'll tell you something about the Heisman that the college football bigwigs don't want you to know. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. 
I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So it is time to pick some winners here. Steve Fezzik gave out his best bet earlier in the show. If you missed that, you can check it out on the podcast after the show at FoxSportsRadio.com. Right now, a best bet from Brad Powers. Brad Powers, you have your best bet in the one, the guy with all the college knowledge, going college. Yep, I'm going to go with Army plus the 10.5 as my best bet here. And for me, I love playing on double-digit underdogs with a low total. Why? There's going to be suppressed scoring, and you're getting a ton of points. If you look at it, the last 15 years in college football, you're playing on a double-digit underdog with a total of 43 or less. That's the case here. You'll be hitting 57% against the spread with a 300-game sample size Army plus 10.5 for me. Now, I'm confused. Is this just about the total? Is it like a blind play? No, it's on top of that. You look at the series history. Since Army hired their head coach, Jeff Mocken, he's very familiar with Ken Niamatololo. He's the Navy head coach. <laughs> they served on a, One more time. Ken Niamatololo. Ooh. So... These guys served on a bunch of different staff together, so there's a lot of familiarity. All five games have been decided by seven points or less, the last five Army-Navy games. So this is the game. So your best bet is? Army plus 10.5. Plus 10.5. The total in this game, there's a ton of interest in Vegas, and I'm going to be so contrarian I don't think you can be more contrarian. No, you can't. So let's lay it out. Total in this game is? You can find 39 and a half, RJ. So we'll call it 40. Okay. I want to be generous. 40. Now, there's a there's a perfect trend on the total Army-Navy. Last 13 times Army and Navy have played, the under is 13 and 0, covering by 15 points per game. 13 and 0. Now, this is a very important lesson, guys. You cannot bet trends. Unless you have someone you trust saying, hey, this is a trend to bat, or you understand what the odds, what the total, what the side, whatever it is, should be. So an example, in the NBA, the zigzag. The zigzag for many years in the early 2000s was a very profitable NBA playoff system in which if a team needed a win, they got a win more times than not. Then... Everyone started understanding the zigzag. You know what happened? There'd be a team that would win the home team the first game. The line was eight. They'd win by 20. Oh, wow, they're better than we thought. You think you'd go to eight and a half, right? No, seven and a half, maybe seven. Why? The zigzag. So was the zigzag still working? Well, yes, the effect was still there, that a motivated team in the playoff series was going to do better. But the line got adjusted enough you couldn't bet it profitably. And that's why in Vegas, it's even tougher than talking heads. Talking heads just have to be right. We've got to be right. And the majority of people can't know we're right. If they do, it's going to adjust the line. This is what happened here. If you're just like a Steve Fezzik, you're going to go 13-0, and 0, give me the under. <laughs> is that correct, Steve? Yes. But if you're an R.J. Bell, you say, wait a minute. I recall... Last year, there was a big move, and there was some discussion that maybe the market caught up. Then I heard 40. That's low. So, Brad, we did a little back of the napkin yesterday. What should the total in this game? It's 40. What should it be? 58. Just based on the scoring of these two teams? Scoring the two teams, and then we started comparing offense versus defense for both teams. And the total is 40. 40. Now, 
How many points a game before the market started adjusting did you say that 13-0 was covering by? 15. And it's moved to 18. Yep. You know what that means? It means I'm bucking a 13-0 trend. Over 40 is a bonus best bet for me. And I'm going to give Steve in just one second, I'm going to give him a chance to press the green button. But first. Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Well, I don't know about that. But what I know is we're bucking a lot of history. Steve, it's 40 now. I know you want to get some kind of fake line. Are you okay with 40? I am. All right. So we got the square filling in the order. We got RJ making the bet. (laughs) There you go. All right, guys. What about the Heisman Trophy? That'll be handed out tomorrow night in New York. Obviously, Joe Burrow, the favorite. What are the current odds in the Heisman? Yeah, let's give that quick. And then I got my, my real best bet. So Joe Burrow right now, if you bet 100 bucks on Joe Burrow to win the Heisman, you'd win 20 cents. Not even a quarter. 100 bucks wins you 20 cents right now. So how now. much for a Subway sandwich? 2500 gets me a Subway sandwich? Yes. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Good bet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they don't want you to hear, right? It's like the Oscars. The, the big favorites in the Oscars win almost every time. Burrow, everyone's saying, oh, yeah, he's probably going to win. He's the favorite. No, no, no. This would be like the biggest upset. This would make Mike Tyson and Buster Douglas look like nothing if Burrow didn't win. By the way, quickly, and I can make it quick. I gave Colin Cowherd the biggest disagreement of the decade. He had the Rams. Biggest disagreement of the decade. I love the Cowboys. Love them. And it's simple. Line opened up Dallas minus three. Everyone go, oh, Dallas hasn't won. Ah, okay. Look at the stats. Stats haven't changed. Dallas is at least as good, at least as good as the Rams. This line should be three, and it's not. We're getting points. So, best bet, let's just call it of the month for me. No sure things, remember, guys. Big bet, though. Cowboys plus the points from RJ. If you missed any of the show, including multiple best bets in the NFL and in college football and a look at every single game around the NFL, check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We are back on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern time right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.